Hi, it's Mariah with the Salty Sex Cast. Are you also salty from the lack of sex education you received? Well, I know I am. So I took my master's degree in health and made a podcast where other expert friends join me in discussing all things sex, sexual health, and relationships. We leave nothing out and invite you to minimize the fear and expand your awareness. Tune in to the Salty Sex Cast on YouTube, Apple, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and more. Attention. The MILF and Me podcast contains strong language and open conversations about sexuality, a multitude of lifestyles, and occasional criticism of political fuckery. Keep politics out of your pants, folks. Your hosts Antonio and Diana are not certified relationship therapists. We are cynical assholes with microphones, pretty much like every other podcast. And so with that out of the way, enjoy the show. I'm a full-time baby girl. Yep, Michelle prefers to spend her day dressing and acting as a toddler, living a fetish more commonly known as DDLG, which is all about kinky age play. What DDLG stands for is Daddy Dom, little girl. I'm her daddy, and she's my little girl, and I take care of her 24-7, just like you would a child. I'm a full-time Oh, shit. Where do I sign up to be a full-time baby girl? <laughs> uh, don't you love how I'm just like throwing shit at you at the start of the show now? Damn, it's so good. Just <laughs> coming at me. Uh, so, so so what do you think about that? DDL, daddy, baby, doll. Wait, what? DD, blah, blah, L, what? BDSM, BBL, There's so DMG, many letters. FBI. F-U-C-K, WTF. Call the FBI. C A L L F B I. What in the actual fuck? Okay, so here's the thing. Like we always say we don't kink shame, which I think is we that can a both kink? this I did not see sex or er- orgasm happening right there. That is not a fucking kink. Oh, that yeah. is a lifestyle. It's a lifestyle. Thank you. That's what You're I was going welcome. to say. Is that like, okay, we talked about kinks, we talked about fetishes, but this is a lifestyle. Yeah, she identifies as a baby. baby. And he identifies as the daddy. Now, this is an audio-only podcast, but just to kind of explain the video. Well, I took a video of it with my phone. Maybe I'll post it with the... She is dressed as a little baby doll. She's throwing tantrums and throwing her toys around. And then her daddy is like this bearded weirdo who changes her diaper and puts on her nightie. So needless to say, there are some very disturbing elements there. This is where like all the lights were on in the room. Like if it was broad daylight, there was nothing sensual or sexy about it. This was not a sexual fetish kink. I mean, on video, it wasn't. Who knows what happens behind closed doors? But this is I'm bringing this up for a special reason. By the way, welcome to the MILF and Me podcast. Hi, guys. (laughs) Hi, guys. (laughs) Antonio, Diana, if you don't know who we are by now, what the fuck? Is it, can I like throw a tantrum? Is this like the appropriate time to throw a baby girl tantrum if I just want to identify as a baby girl? Are you saying that you want to be? I need a daddy. You need a daddy? I need a daddy. 
I'm I already like two people's daddies. <laughs> <laughs> Is there anyone out there that wants? I'm just kidding. Jesus Christ, no. I'll be the auntie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> auntie Antonio. So this is, I'm bringing this up because as I've been going into the treasure trove of love gurus Mm -hmm. and these fun little dating videos that we start like kind of posting at the beginning of the show, Mm -hmm. occasionally I come across stuff like this and it makes me realize how little I know about the world. How do you find this shit? First of all, let's start at the beginning. Let's go back like a little Quentin Tarantino real fucking fast. I mean, it all just started by typing in love guru into a search engine. Right? Oh yeah. And, like that, on Instagram. and baby girl came up. Well, no, I'm saying is as you train your algorithm to like show you what you're looking for, for love gurus. And then I typed in like love guru kink, love guru fetish for that episode. Oh. Then it takes you to a different path. And then all of a sudden it starts yeah. showing you this stuff. I don't think it's showing me this to excite me. I'm thinking yeah. it's showing me this because I've clicked on enough of these videos looking for content mm-hmm. that it's like, you want to get weird, buddy? I yeah. got some weird for you. How about yeah. some baby doll daddy play? Okay. Yeah, and she wasn't attractive. That's rude. I mean, <laughs> I'm just going to be real. Like, she was. it was disturbing more than anything. It was like, at what point, hold, oh, shit. At what point is it an... I identify as, or I'm a complete fucking psychopath. See, I think that's a conversation that we don't want to get into because we're both advocates well, yeah, for I mean, other lifestyles. I get it. But that is an argument that the people who do not accept certain lifestyles use is that it is a mental illness. Well, I accept all the things. Right. And I'm not saying that I don't accept this. I'm just saying that this is startling. Right? Yeah. Like there is a weird gap that you have to cover when you are as accepting as you and I are because we do support so many different lifestyles. Yeah, and of I course. get it. I get the argument. I'm not going to play oblivious to the argument that a lot of people on our side do that when you open the door to something, you're actually opening the door to other things as well. We live in a state that was known for polygamy, and that is the biggest argument in this state is that we were so opposed to gay marriage the state for the longest time because they said if they opened up those doors, then they would have to open up doors for the polygamists too. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to say that it's all sunshine and roses. I do think love is love, and I do want people to be able to marry who they want to within reason, you know, when you talk about consensual stuff and age and things like that. I think there are some valuable rules at play, but I'm not going to play oblivious to the fact that it does open the door to stuff like this, to stuff like polygamy. Do you think it's serious, this video that they posted? Do you think they were serious or do you think they're fucking off? Do you think they're fucking with us? They could be. Let's do this thing and like see how many likes and views we get. That's the problem. That's why this world is so fucking crazy because yeah. people will do that. You never know. And then it gets misconstrued with actual lifestyles, with actual people, with actual preferences, or as you said, actual mental illnesses. So I think at the end of the day, the closing argument should be that we do need to fight for the rights of people who are just looking to exist in this world and love who they want to love and practice what they want to practice and be who they want to be. But at the same time, there is stuff like this out there, which we can laugh and chuckle at. I honestly think they're just kind of fucking around. But they did pretty good. They have good poker faces. Who knows? You know? I've seen too much reality TV. I've watched those shows where people like eat their cat's butt hair and shit. Like people are <laughs> fucking crazy. The fuck? What are you 
you watching? That obsession store oh show, my, my strange obsession, people oh, that eat their cats. Dear God, that's disturbing. And, yeah, so, you know, it's funny. I wouldn't sleep. Like, how do you, what? <laughs> you wouldn't sleep? No, that's disturbing. I would stay up all night, like, in my bed, looking at the ceiling, going, why do people do this? I don't know. Like, I would want to, like try to solve people's problems. That is really fucking disturbing. You're going to exhaust yourself if you think that way. You're not going to be able to solve people's problems. No, I understand that, Antonio. What I'm saying is, why are they... They're making a show out of this. I get it. But what the fuck has happened to our people? To human beings? Innate, like, in general, why are they doing weird shit? Why? Because we can and is that's just that's it? Yeah, we've got technology, we got cell phones, we got cars. I think that we are because so- they want to, or is it just because simply they can? Because they can. And if you can, can, then you don't want to. I mean, I can go murder a person or rob a bank. Right, and there's laws for that to keep you from not doing it. Some people that doesn't stop them, they just do it anyway. You know, and that's the whole thing is we are still trying to figure out what society actually is. We are still trying yeah. to figure out what laws are. Yeah. You know, we're passing laws all the time mm-hmm. to like give us more freedoms. And at the exact same time, people are passing laws to take freedoms away. That's true. It's a never ending cycle. It's true. But like we say, we are cynical assholes that don't know shit about shit. We yeah, just have we microphones don't. in front of our faces. And once again, we are drinking Sauvignon Blanc, this time Castle Rock. Yes, and it's very good. It's really good. I like that Monkey Bay better, though. Actually, I have to tell you, that glass that you're drinking right now is the last of the Monkey Bay. You gave it to me? Yeah. Oh. I haven't opened this one yet. Okay. So we're still finishing Monkey Bay. But we're going to get to it, Castle Rock. This is not a paid ad. It's not. <laughs> but it should be. <laughs> I mean, so it's the, it's the funniest thing that people, A, are having just, you know, lifestyles like this, but also... Mm-hmm. There are so many people that are so comfortable just exposing their lives and exposing oh themselves Here on the internet. They're sending videos <laughs> to TMZ. <laughs> They're sending videos to Instagram. They want an audience. What kind of videos? You know what kind. The what kind, kind of videos, Antonio? The kind that show things. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, spit it out. What do you want to ask me? I want to know. <laughs> Let's say... Oh, shit. <laughs> Hypothetically speaking. Hypothetically. Um, do you think you could give me a rough estimate of how many nude photos and videos of you are floating around the internet right now? Maybe not even the internet, just people's phones. <laughs> <laughs> I plead the fifth. You plead the fifth? That's fucking boring. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Well. The day you plead the fifth is the day we shut this podcast down. <laughs> um, Damn. You know, it would be kind of a fun challenge is for everybody listening to if they've received something like that, <laughs> if they received something like that from me to send me a message, that'd be kind of fun. Right. We're going to have like one of those little people clickers when people walk into it. A... It's like you've yeah. passed the limit for fire safety. Oh my <laughs> hell. Um, I don't know. Jesus Christ. I don't know why you got to put me on the spot. I don't, I don't know. I really, truly, honestly do not know. I like to um, I like to not be messy, and so I usually send really exotic, racy stuff to someone I'm like in a serious relationship with. Right. So yeah, uh, I don't know, I don't, I don't know. Let's just say there's some. There's there's a I mean there's probably like a there's probably a few. 
A few. Handful-ish. Okay. Probably a few handfuls or more than a few handfuls-ish. This, this, <laughs> this leads to my question and my point, and again, my theory, because I'm so scientific on this show. <laughs> I mean, before smartphones, right? Yeah. And even before digital cameras that you could like instantly put on your computer and email or text or send someone yeah. an image of yourself... Back in the old days, let's say like the 90s and before, yeah. we were talking about Polaroids or we're talking about film. like those disposable cameras that you or take just to- just film. Like I was I was so involved in photography. I lived in the dark room. Right. You'd yeah. have to like mail it to somebody yeah. or like slip it into their notebook or their or like briefcase Their little lock, the locker vent, like right, slip it into that right. locker. Nudes yeah. in society, nudes in culture does, did not exist in our youth it did not exist in our teenage years yeah barely existed in our 20s you're right you know but now it is just the generation of my kids that is the yeah where my kids are growing up it's commonplace yep. you want to know how commonplace it is um i mean yeah i mean i have three kids and an 18 year old do i really mm. want to know how commonplace it is well, let's just say oh god that last year they estimated that 40 percent of people age 16 to 34 agreed that sending nudes is the new normal. 40% of people with a technology, with the capability of A, taking this poll, and B, taking pictures of their polls. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it took me a minute to see what you did say, there. Yep. Say mm -hmm. that nudes are the new normal. Okay. Okay, I have a question. When did you receive your first Dick pic. Jesus Christ. I don't know. There's just so many. Oh, stop it. <laughs> no, it's not that there's so many because there's definitely not. But um, I don't remember. Did it I startle you, though, when you like started like noticing like, oh, is this the thing now? We're just going to start sending pics of my dick. <laughs> I was disturbed, probably. Yeah. Right? And now it's just like dicks are dick? ugly. Thank you. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't I mean, seriously, probably. Well into my 30s, for sure. Right. You know, because, I mean, I got divorced after I turned 31. So it was definitely after divorce, like way after. I mean, how about this? I received my first sex tape before I received my first nude from a girl. You got a full-on porn. I received a, a videotape. A VHS. On like those little mini DVs from back in the day. How the fuck did you play a mini DV? So it was complicated. <laughs> I, I bet it was. I had to find someone with a mini DV player so I could watch like, it. I have this video, this like family reunion tape that I need Does to view. anybody have a camcorder or a mini DV player that I can use? And it was just a picture of my girlfriend at the time or a video of my girlfriend at the time pleasuring herself. Did you borrow this from someone? The machine? Yeah. Yeah. Well, actually, it was at work. I used the one at work. <laughs> <laughs> this is getting so good. But I didn't. But that's the thing is like that was at least five, six years, maybe longer before I received my first nude via a smartphone. God damn, you were advanced. Jesus Christ, you're way more advanced than me. Do you I understand? I think I was that? just lucky. Maybe you. Maybe we should change the show to the Dilf and me. Okay. How about that? Is that a spinoff show? I mean, good. It would God. literally be 15 minutes long because I don't have as many stories as you. You literally, <laughs> <laughs> you literally, yeah. God damn, you got that before a nude picture. That's that's impressive. But 
my first wife, the person that I married in my late 20s, was a model and she had tons of nude photography. So I'd get a bunch of those for free, you know, at the time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, less said the better. But at the, let's just say, now we are in a day where nudes are just commonplace. Commonplace. Yeah. We talked a little bit about it before we started recording where before I met my person, just random girls I would meet on Tinder, even if I never even went on a date with them, that's had wild. no qualms of sending like a picture of them in they lingerie. They sent it to you. Sent it to me. It wasn't just on Tinder. It was sent to me before we even like agreed to go anywhere. But this, you didn't send anything to her first? Okay, so there are pictures of my dick floating around. Oh, Jesus phone. Christ. But I am very sorry to the you women that have this. Fuck you. <laughs> I'm just my body is a playing. temple. Your body is a temple. So hold up. Let me let's go back real quick. Okay. okay. So you met, you connected. Not met. Right. You connected, connected on Tinder. Yeah. And you just started chatting. Yeah. And you didn't send anything to her first. No, never. She was sending it to you first. Yes. After a couple of days. Yes. Through Tinder. Yes. Not or texting. It, or if like sometimes you want to take a conversation offline, like off Tinder, like the messenger or something. Sure, sure. You know, and that's why I hated the online dating shit because I'm also smart enough to know that if I'm getting this, I'm not the only guy getting this. Like how many dudes did you send your tits to? Right. Because we've talked about this before. You and I have both been smart enough to know that even through the online dating process before we really felt comfortable in it, that we weren't the only person that our prospective future dates we're talking to. Sure. That's the whole point of online dating. Know, you were like I hate playing it. the field. I hate it. Fucking hate it. I hate it. it so much. Like I said, all my best relationships have been organic. I've never been in a relationship with anyone off an app. Well, I have, and they've turned into psychopaths. So I would not recommend it. Yeah, well, I don't plan on it. <laughs> <laughs> Good. If I ever end up having to date again. I will find you somebody. Well, <laughs> and this is like a hypothetical because it's not something I'm planning on. I'm literally shutting it down. Shut that shit down. I'm shutting it down. Yeah. Yeah. I'd be like, okay, you know what? I'm going to find a hobby like carving out canoes from fucking logs. That's going to be my new. <laughs> He's going to build an ark. He's going to be Noah here. <laughs> I'm going to take two of each oh animal. My God. I'm going to take two of each sex toy. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously. Like the last time I had a dating app on my phone was probably two months ago. I mean, it was really for this podcast so I could look at profiles. That's and how give, it started. And yeah, that, give the, do, <laughs> the do's and don'ts of profiles, right? But we I all know how that went. I'm not on them. I've shut that shit down. It's not good. It's not healthy. It's not good. And like you said, you don't know how many people this other person's chatting with. And it's, I don't know. I'm just not a huge supporter of it. That's all. Well, what's funny is when you talk about the psychology behind it, uh, this is Glamour Magazine that's saying this. They say that theoretically, people have more dating options now than ever. We've talked about that. Mm -hmm. It's a bit like being in a game show when they have a wheel for the grand prize and here's what you could win. Mm -hmm. So I guess what they're trying to say is that it is a competition with other people in the dating pool. Yeah. And let's say if showing a tit or a handsome dick is going to get you that much closer to dating the person you want to date you are edging out the competition who may seem a little too prudish to do that. Now, this is just dating culture. Where This has nothing to do with value. Like, if it's a value guy, it's like, why are you sending me your tits on yeah. the very first, you know? There's going to be guys be like, you know, moving too fast for me. And there's also going to be a guy who's like, okay, now show me more, show me more, show me more. 
Sure. Yes. That's a thing. It is a thing. I do have something to say real quick, real quick. I want you to. Um, so this super cute girlfriend of mine, um, her and I were kind of living parallel lives, if you will. We were both dating narcissistic, um, mentally, emotionally abusive men at the same time. Uh-huh. Okay. And she's a family, like she's a family best friend. Like she's like a sister to me. And she told me about, they're not together anymore, her and this guy. And honestly, like, I'm going to have to throw this out there. He was also in the military. Mm-hmm. And the guy that I was with that I had the same type of experience with was also in the military. Interesting. She would send him racy photos, like, because she felt sexy. I think mm-hmm. that's cool. You know, like, when I feel sexy and I'm with my guy, like, I'm going to send it to him. Like, hey, you know, yeah. like, he was an absolute asshole about it like bad like he yeah she would send it and he said to her a couple of times why did you send that does it make you does it does it make you think that I want you more because your tits are hanging out Mm. and that's really sad like he was he really shot it down Mm -hmm. and this is I mean I know we've talked about this in past episodes and maybe we will more in future but it was almost like he knew that she's drop-dead gorgeous, but he doesn't want her to think and believe that. Because if she does, then all of a sudden she has all this confidence. Oh, I see. And then maybe she will leave him because she knows she deserves better and she can get better. She can get anyone she wants, right? Right. But she's not going to because he literally just took her when she was at her high and felt sexy and he kicked her. Right in the fucking face. Not, not, not literally, literally, but like, why the fuck are you sending me this? You think right. it's like, you think it's going to turn me on? Do you think that's sexy to like send me a picture with your tits hanging out? And it's so sad. Well, and that's like an early stage of programming. Yeah, like you exactly. Are, you are programming exactly. your potential partner to be less, let's say, confident in their own sexuality, confident in their own body image. Yeah. And you yeah. are programming them to, start complying with what your expectation is. Yeah, and so if there's any women out there that are listening to this that have experienced it, you know, like, I am so sorry that that happened to you, quite honestly, because she told me this, and it broke my heart because the person I was with, parallel to when she was with him, I didn't send him any sexy photos of myself because I knew he wouldn't appreciate it. I knew in my mind and heart that he just wouldn't Mm -hmm. think that that was okay. He would automatically assume that I took the photo for someone else and not just for him when really it was only for him. He was that type of person as well. And and that brings me to an interesting question of this is that, you know, people always make fun of guys that send unsolicited dick pics. Yeah. But I've also never requested a nude from a woman ever. Yeah. I've always gotten them unsolicited. That's wild. Dudes, yeah, I don't never... think, complain if they get unsolicited for the most part. So yeah. that's why it would be surprising for a person like your friend who yeah. sent something like that, someone that she genuinely liked, and no, they shot No, they were it in down. love. Like, yeah. they were engaged to be married. Oh, my Like, God. they were in love and engaged. Yeah. Well, 
he hadn't like given her the ring, but he was yes. I also think that's like the minority though of the stories. Yeah, but it's really sad and it's really scary because it's like you feel good and sexy and that's a red flag, everybody. I'm not a therapist, but I'm going to tell you right now that is 100% a red flag. I went through it. Um, I've never had that happen to me, but I have not given out unsolicited picks. Like I'm usually asked for it way before. Right. And honestly, men that are listening to this podcast – if you receive something like this from a woman, the very best thing you could possibly do is compliment her because us as women are picking ourselves apart. Always. We, we are always. Picking always. Ourselves. Yep. All the time. And we, you know, it's a stretch for us to send you something so vulnerable. So if you could just take a time out and find it in your heart to, to look at it and really take in the beauty of it and, compliment how gorgeous it is and sexy and exotic and wow oh my god you look amazing you know um but yeah it's a thing like men are weird some men are weird about it but others are very accepting and uh, yeah, yeah send me I more send, send me, me more. more what yeah. else you got yeah okay so here's a question so you know i i have female friends you do yeah i'm not the only one sorry well i mean you're the only one i have a podcast with okay okay and if you it. needed a kidney, I'd totally give you a kidney. Would you really? Because I know you wouldn't abuse it. <laughs> <laughs> Good point. I like that. I like that. I have a friend who told me that the majority of women have a stockpile of nudes that they will send out. They're not taking fresh nudes every time some dude asks for them. They have their stockpile of the ones that they think look the best that they think are going to get the best responses and they feel fucking on point with. Is that true? Absolutely. (laughs) 100% that is true. And I know what friend told you that, but I'm not going to say any names. So we're not getting hot, fresh nudes off the presses every time you send us one. We might be if it's like an interactive thing. Yes. But if If it's it's an interactive (laughs) thing and he's like, send me something, you know, and it's someone you're really into, then you will literally drop what you're doing and like give a fresh Something fresh. I can't speak for my fellow men, but back when I was in the skin game, Mm. I had like three or four of my, let's say, top tier dick pics that I kept on file that if someone asked for it, I'd send it. Like the lighting was perfect. The angle was The lighting was perfect. I'm like, hey, yeah, no, I like it. Smile in this picture. I'm going to send this one. See, there (laughs) it is. There it is. No, yeah, it's true. Um, Women, like, we're fucking busy. Like, what the fuck? We don't have time to just drop what we're doing and send you a fucking Like, literally, photo. you're cooking a kid's dinner. <laughs> you got yeah. a bottle of wine and curlers in your hair, and someone asks for, like, can I get a picture of your tits? Like, all right, I'm going to scroll back to the October of 2007 folder. There you go. <laughs> no, I'm not, because there's this hidden folder in the iPhones, right? I go into my hidden folder and send something sexy. And honestly, I'm honest about it. Like, I'm, listen... I've had a long fucking day. I'm cooking dinner for my kids. I look like shit. I haven't showered today. I'm sending you something that I took a while ago. Take it or leave it. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. Are you really going to complain? I'm literally, yeah. I'm literally doing you a favor. (laughs) I'm literally doing you a favor right now. So yeah, I will, I will send it, but I will, I will make sure I explain the situation at hand that it is not a live shot. Right. Okay. So for them. funny story. This one person I dated for a little while, which was one of the, like the first few dick pics I ever sent when I started feeling, okay, if they're asking for it, 
I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna have a photo shoot. I'm gonna she take asked it. you for she it. She asked me for it. She asked you for your dick pic. I've I've never sent an unsolicited one. I've never asked for a dick pic. Oh, I've so for me, I mean, do you think what kind of fucking women have you dated? Like, what do they say to you? I want to know what they say. Send me your dick. No, it's like, okay, I've shown you mine. Now what do you got? You show me yours. That's how it always goes. Mm. Am I just like the minority here? I don't no, know. <laughs> no, I don't ask for it though. I'm just like, yeah, okay, here you go. I got I called ask. out one time. <laughs> I got out. I got called out one time because she'd been to my place and I had painted my walls. And the picture that I <gasps> sent her had white walls. And then like eventually I painted it blue. So she knew my bedroom was having blue walls. And then sent I sent her a, her a picture with, with a the white wall. White She's wall. like, how old is that fucking picture? I'm like, oh, shit. I just got busted. <laughs> oh, god damn. Hey, that is observant. Good right. for her. Well, you observe shit all the time. Our first episode was about what you observe. We had a whole first five or six episodes about you picking apart people's dating profile pictures. You're right. Remember you're right. Pantry Man? <laughs> Pantry Man, yeah. There was canned Campbell soups and all of his selfies. Yeah, so you should be uh, proud of that person for being able to. I am to- super proud. That's incredible. Yeah, no, I don't. I, I'm sure I have in the past, like years and years ago. I'm getting older now, so I don't really remember. Yeah, old lady, old lady brain. But I don't remember ever saying, I showed you mine, now you show me yours. I don't no. say that. I just send my shit and... Don't say it like that. It sounded creepy. <laughs> <laughs> I just send my picture and leave it at that. Leave it at that. Yeah. Let's talk about some rules. Um, I bet you have rules. I bet rules. you have guidelines of how you like to take your naked pictures. Naked? Naked. So here's the rules according to Glamour Magazine. Number one, check your lighting and angle. A little bit of advice that's different than the rest. If you're going to send nudes... I want you to send the best that you have. Take photos from above or straight on. Never take a photo from below looking up. Everyone has a double chin at this angle. Try for natural light instead of a harsh fluorescent light. Fluorescent light shouldn't even fucking exist. I know they're good for the planet, but they make everyone look like dog shit. I just know what I'm going to do next time. I'm going to make sure that it's down really low and I have a double chin, but my pussy looks amazing. I'm going to send that photo. How do you like my double chin? But look at my pussy. Isn't it so perfect in this lighting? Rule Wait, number why two. are you silent right now? <laughs> like, what the fuck happened to you? Is your is this thing on? Like, hello. <laughs> You're just like staring at me. I just wasn't expecting that retort. <laughs> I, th- I think that's perfect. Don't you think that would be so fun to send somebody that? Like where your vagina is or your dick. Okay, let me. Your dick's looking perfect. Right. But you have a double chin. Maybe your dimple's showing that you hate and your wrinkle in your forehead. I don't fucking know. But your dick looks perfect. Right. I'm going to crop everything else but the dick out of that picture. (laughs) What the fuck are you talking about? (laughs) No cropping. No cropping. Would you send it? No. You wouldn't send it. If I can't crop, I'm not sending. Okay. You are a lot more attractive than me. So (laughs) even with a double chin with the camera facing up, I'm sure it's like a lot better than most. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, how about this? Keep your pretty face out of it. Make sure that you keep your face out of it. Send a selfie all you want. Send nudes all you want. But for the love of God, don't send your face and nudes in the same shot in case it turns out to be a douchebag who spreads the picture everywhere or just in case the phone gets in the wrong hands. Whatever horrible tragedies can occur after that, just don't do it. Have you ever had that happen where like someone stole your shit? And like threw it around. Um, so not that I know of, but this brings me to the next thing. We're getting real deep here. Are we? We are. 
OnlyFans. Right. Everybody that is on OnlyFans and that is a, sus- a subscriber. Right. They can screenshot your shit. Yeah, they can. That's a big problem with OnlyFans. So you have zero control. Literally. But once the point you start deciding to do an OnlyFans and showing your face and you're getting paid, I think you've already signed that mental contract way in advance. Sure. But what about the people that aren't showing their face? Then what does it matter? It doesn't. However, there's other things to take into consideration. Okay. Tattoos. All right. Well, you got to be a fucking forensic scientist to like really take the time to look for tattoos. Unless you're a celebrity and your nudes leak and you've got these people who are like, Oh, look, see, she's got a birthmark there just like she has in this picture. She has a tattoo there. That's true. That's true. You know, and Diana. What? I love you. You're amazing. I love you more. What? But there's like only 200 people that listen to this podcast. I don't think all those people are going to start looking for your nudes. There's actually 3,200. So anyways, (laughs) um, yeah, no, the OnlyFans thing, I mean, I've kind of researched a little bit into that and tried to look into that world and you're right there's not a lot of women or people if you will that show their face but to the ones that do they've made that their lifestyle like you literally have to have a conversation you have to own it you have to have conversation with your family at that point Uh that you are doing this because your face is showing right right um, but to answer your question, no, I have n- not that I know of. I haven't had any douchey people share my shit. I don't um, think there's any pictures of me with both my dick out and my face in the same picture because, again, I wanted to like avoid that predicament. And even so, really, who, who who's going to care? Well, I've sent pictures with my face and everything in one shot, but they're to very trusted people that I've been with. And if you haven't heard about it yet, you probably won't, right? Yeah. That'd be my guess. Yeah. Thing that I was thinking about too is that the people who had sent me stuff showed me everything, face and all stuff like that. So yeah, me too. Like, there yeah. is some kind of, let's say, under the table handshake. There's a, a unspoken contract there where it's like, mm-hmm. you are both exposed. I have pictures of you. You have pictures of me. If this goes south, hopefully we both can be adults and delete accordingly. Mm-hmm. And those can just float off into the ether to never to be seen again by anybody. Mm-hmm. But we do hear about revenge porn. Most of it's from guys. Yeah. You know, so that is a thing. But also, I think like you were talking about with OnlyFans, once you start making that financial contract, yeah, you kind of are just accepting whatever consequences come with it. That's true. Yeah, if anyone has shared my shit, like I hope you're hope you're making some money, like share some profits, I guess. Jesus right? Christ, what how would the fuck would you know? True. How would you know? So this one is the last one they have on there. Set your own boundaries. Nude doesn't have to mean completely naked. You want to send them a photo in your bra only? Don't feel like you need to do more. Do whatever you feel comfortable doing. You're in control of the situation. Partially nude photos can actually be way sexier than bearing it all anyway. Try a sexy pose in your underwear or in a really cute bathing suit. Leaving more to the imagination sometimes gets guys more excited than the alternative. I will agree to that. Yeah. Yeah, I I think it's a progression thing. Sure. Yeah. So with that, I will go ahead and say that I had a mini photo shoot this past week. A mini photo shoot? I did, yeah. Um, What does that even mean, mini? 
Mini means it was just maybe for about 30 minutes. Okay. And it was natural lighting and it was in his home and it was when the sun was kind of setting. So the lighting was just absolutely perfect. There was like a Mm. big, huge sliding glass door there and like the curtains were open and stuff. Uh, It was beautiful and I felt super sexy. It's something I had never done before. I, I wasn't in lingerie, but I was in a very, I was in a, completely transparent um like little dress where you could see my nipples my boobs and then I kind of hiked it up I didn't have any panties on and it was super sexy and he is very professional he's local and a lot of people know who he is I'm not saying any names but he was very professional he kept things professional you know like he posed me he wasn't trying to like like touch or do anything weird, but it made me feel so sexy. I'd never done that before. And it was awesome. It was a very powerful thing. I think that's cool. That's like a boudoir pick and people do boudoir picks for their partners or just for themselves all the time. Sure. But this was boudoir minus some clothing. Like it was showing every, I think boudoir is a very broad term. I've seen boudoir picks. You're right. That is like practically borderline porn, which is, artistic it doesn't matter you know what it doesn't it's, matter it's absolutely beautiful and he is an artist okay he has um his photography that he's actually created and done hanging on his wall framed of women no face right absolutely gorgeous of their of their boobs and like it is art the lighting and the shading and the positions that he places them in it was, it's absolutely beautiful and this is probably another topic or another episode altogether. Um, but he has told me about some experiences where women have come into his place that he's dated or tried to date. And they got weird about the fact that these beautiful women were on his walls. And they were like, oh, my God, does this turn you on? Like, who the fuck is that? Like, who's this mm. chick? Did you fuck her? And it's so weird to me because it's like... um, can we just not? Why are you got to be so jealous? Like, look at it for what it is. It's absolutely beautiful. He created it, you know? I think I have to play devil's advocate that if I walked into a woman's house and she had pictures of dudes with this, their hogs hanging out, I would feel a little bit uneasy because I'm like, all right, how am I supposed to compete with that? So, <laughs> so their vaginas weren't hanging out on his walls. And so it would be the same as if you came into my house and I had that. It no, was the upper it half. wouldn't. It was the upper half and no face. So it'd be like dudes, uh, V, the V showing in the bottom right. half, right? Right. And just their chest and no face. Okay. That's I would much would rather see like a dude's chest and face in a girl's apartment than the V and a hog. That's my point. So what I'm saying is, <laughs> These women that he's photographed, there's no vaginas. It's just their ch- it's just their upper half. That's okay. it with no face. Okay. So it's the same. And it's beautiful and it's art. It's artistic. It's exotic. Yeah. No, and I- it made me feel super fucking beautiful. And all that matters, Diana, is how you feel in that environment. Yeah. That's all that matters. Yes. So with that being said, I now have a few of these beautiful, exotic, professional photos uh-huh. with my face in them and no one to share them with. <laughs> so, How fucking sad is that? It's not It's not sad. It's just like, what the fuck am I going to do with these? 
What am I going to post them on fucking Facebook? Look what I did last night. Like, no, it was a no, great weekend. Do you no. know what I mean, though? You know what we're going to do with them? Oh, God. What are we going to do with them? So we're trying to sell some merch now on the milfandmeatpod.com. <laughs> so if you want to buy a water bottle, a Frisbee, a pillowcase cover, or maybe even a trucker hat with a beautiful <laughs> vagina vagina hanging out, <laughs> stay tuned. A Frisbee. Tpublic.com. Oh, my God. My ex-husband is dying right now. He's probably, <laughs> he's probably going red and crying himself to sleep. And we've got a douchebag in three, two, one. Women love to be emotionally manipulated. <laughs> Women are probably screaming at this video right now, but it's the cold hard truth. Women respond to how a man can make them feel in the moment. It's even been scientifically proven that women are more attracted to men whose feelings are unclear. Don't take my word for it, Google it. And women tend to reward guys who can manipulate their emotions positively with sex. And guys who aren't good at it, guys who don't know how to play the game, end up in the friend zone. This isn't necessarily a bad thing either. It's just the way it is. And men, you can absolutely use this to your advantage. You, <laughs> you just turned like three shades of red in the last 30 seconds. Probably purple. I, <laughs> I stopped breathing. <laughs> oh. What the fuck was that? Women love to be manipulated. Oh my God. You want to know? Okay. <laughs> I have such a hard time. Like I'm trying not to be such an asshole, but if he didn't, if he didn't look so stupid, it would almost, <laughs> it would, it would almost be okay. But like he had this facial hair that looked like pubes just pasted on his face. He was, was in his car. It was like splotchy facial hair pubes. And he was bald, and he had a really tall head, like from the Conehead. Remember that movie? Oh, yeah. I love that movie. Coneheads? You yeah. probably have it in your fucking DVD collection here. I do. I'm looking at the Cs right now. And yeah. don't sully the Coneheads with this asshole. <laughs> That's what he looked like. I'm not going to lie. Like, I, I'm i a little speechless. Why don't you go first on this one? I mean, this is, the, again, that weird red pill mentality of... And it almost reminds me of like the ultra, I'm not going to even say masculine, let's say the ultra douchey version of that dude with the globe in his office who teaches you how to play games and manipulate a situation. The one that's a four that thinks he's a 10. That guy. The one that's a four that thinks he's a 10. This is like the extreme version of that, of yeah. like, hey, you know what? I'm going to teach you how to manipulate women to be more submissive to you. I'm going to teach you how to break a woman's confidence and inner pride to make her submissive to you by breaking her down because Gross. she wants to be broken down. Gross. Again, we talked earlier about programming, right? This is programming. Yeah. Now, I don't think that a dude who, you know, I, I don't want to bag on personal appearance, but a dude that looked like that, I don't think has it in him to actually manipulate anybody. But you put- He's a four you put acting that, like a 10. You put that dude in a nice suit, in a nice car, a nicer looking guy, someone that can charm and mm -hmm. someone that can like maneuver and play 
with a woman's insecurities. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can see how that would work. Obviously, I don't agree with the fact that you are begging to be manipulated. Yeah, that's weird. That's really weird. But again, you found yourself in a situation where you were being manipulated and you were like willingly letting it happen. And I didn't know it. You didn't know it and you didn't really want me talking to you about it. Because every time I did, you'd be like, yeah, you're right. And then you just. Or anybody for that matter that knew my situation. Oh, God, this is so this is a (laughs) this is a deep layered subject for me. It's not. So I didn't know that I was being manipulated Um, but I did like the, I did like the controlling side. I liked the dominant side of it. Right. But it didn't get fun anymore. It wasn't fun anymore. Like the fun left the building. It became work. When it was like, I was losing sleep and I wasn't eating and I was having anxiety when I drove to his house and I was having anxiety when I was packing a bag for the next week to stay at his house. And he's only 10 minutes from me. But it was just that he wanted me to be there with him right. all the time. And he didn't want me to leave. Um, and so there was so much anxiety tied to it that that's when it didn't get, f- it wasn't fun anymore. Mm-hmm. But when he was more controlling and I was more submissive and he was dominant over me, it was sexy and it was a turn on. But it did. It flipped. You know, there was a turn that happened where it became unhealthy and unsafe. And that's when... I had to end it. I was forced to end it when I felt like things were unsafe. Agreed. You know, cops were at his house and there were legal things and he was... Skeletons popping up. Lots of things happening. Um, And like I said, there's no drama in my life. And so I was very naive. Yeah. I had no idea what was... Like I had questions about the law and I had questions about these things and he made me feel small and stupid that I didn't know um, the law about protective orders and things like that. And these are, these were things that were red flags right in front of my face. And I had to pace myself on how to end it. Like I had to come up with a plan right? instead of ending it cold Turkey. So you're right. When I was in the situation, I did not know that I was being manipulated into his life and to his drama Um, Everyone left him. I'm using this one relationship as an example because it's really the only thing I have to connect with this particular guru. Well, that's a good thing. It means that you have had very fortunate relationships. Maybe they didn't last, Yeah, but they weren't like this. You're right. I only have one. You're right. You're right. And I swear to God, I'm telling you right now, I'm going to put this on the podcast for the whole world to hear. It will be my last one. I've had one and one only, and it will never happen again. So anyway, um, I was manipulated and I didn't know that, but I stayed because I'm the type of woman that's a ride or die. Yeah. And I wanted to prove that to him. I had a point to prove. My point was I'm a ride or die and I'm fucking staying in this and I got your back. I got everything until it became very, very crazy, insanely unhealthy to the point where my life was on the line. Okay. And so is my reputation. Yeah. Quite honestly. Yeah. Um, women are not begging to be manipulated. They don't want that. What women want is a healthy, um, dominant, confident, secure man that doesn't get jealous, that is absolutely head over heels in love with you, mm-hmm. 
but can dominate you at the same time in a very healthy, healthy way. I think why this guy can speak with such confidence about this is that it's very easy for men in the situation to confuse consent and adoration with a desire to be manipulated. Yeah. You know, this this woman may love you so much and just wants to be in your presence so much that she's willing to put up with a lot of bullshit. And because the ego is so inflated, it's like, oh, well, then you just want me to manipulate yeah. you and dominate you. When really she's just trying to be like you said, ride or die and play along. Ride or die. And here's a problem. I think a lot of women will either be burned like you were and never again, and then some just get stuck in that pattern. Mm-hmm. It's not that they want to be there. Mm-hmm. It's just all they know. And that's where I think we've talked about in the past. Good friends come into play to help pull you out of that. Mm-hmm. Good family relationships can help pull you out of that. You know, like a family member who hasn't talked to you in 20 years, but now they care. You're gonna be like, no, fuck you. Where have you been in my life? Yeah. But if you are a present mom or a present dad or a present sibling that has built a reputation of trying to dig you out of holes, well, yeah. Maybe you should fucking listen sometimes. Yep, 100%. Totally agree with that. I'm going to go completely off topic for the Milfworthy and throw a plug out there. Hell yeah, let's go. So everyone, if you did not know, I'm also the host of another podcast, The Cult's Worthy Cinema Podcast. It's my first podcast all about obscure films and cult films. I've got a really cool announcement to make. I have just partnered up with a local media company called Zepstone Media, who will be hosting the Zepstone International Film Awards in June. Oh. June 15th, 16th, and 17th. And I've been asked to be a reviewer and a juror for their film festival. Oh, my God. Isn't that exciting? Congratulations. That's really cool. So John and Alicia Farmer of Zepstone, thank you so much for giving the opportunity. They were on my podcast a couple weeks ago, just spreading the word. And Zepstone? Zepstone. Okay. So, yeah. So even though it has nothing to do with the MILF and me. No, I, this is not. What do you mean it doesn't under, have anything? What do you mean it doesn't have anything to do with the MILF and me? You are the me. I am the me. It is my podcast production company. Hell yes. And it's just something that I wanted to share that, hey, I love meeting new people, connecting with new people, and moving the needle forward on this podcasting thing. And I feel that I we are just, it. we're going places, Diana. I fucking love it. I'm so proud of you. Thank you so much. So this is your thing. You know how everyone kind of has their thing? This is your thing. Right. Podcast, podcasting is... It looks like it looks good on you. It feels good on me. Yeah. So, yeah. So I just want to say thank you to all my listeners and thank you to everyone who's been a guest on my show and who supported not only the MILF and me, but the Cult Worthy and all the other shows I've guested on. That gives me opportunities to start connecting with really interesting people and creative yes. types. And, you know, what? just keep moving the needle forward. Yeah. People have reached out to me and asked if I can produce their podcasts. Well, honestly, why the fuck not? Yeah. You are a fucking legend. Like, oh, honestly, you are good at what you do. You edit our shit and you get it on the social medias. Like, I don't have time for all this all the time. Like, you are on top of it. You're full-time dad, full-time career. Like, you just, I don't know how you do it, but 
you're killing it. Oh, well, thank you so much. That means so much yeah. to me. So everyone, you can go to thecultworthy.com where you can get the information for that film festival if you want to check it out or support us. And just once again, thank you to everybody. I don't think I'm ever going to take another dick pic again. I don't think I have to. I mean, I don't I don't think you should. Even if ever, if you have to, you don't think you should. Like, I'm like stumbling over my words right now because <laughs> why the fuck would you ever want to? We're like almost... 50 years old. Right. And plus, maybe I have a few left in the bank. You know, a few. Like 2007. (laughs) Maybe those will be good for somebody (laughs) for for posterity's sake. Anyway, thank you for listening to the MILF and Me podcast. Um, Diana, I love you. I love you too. Thanks, everybody. See you next week.